What's going on, Niner fam? It is Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast, and I got with me today... Y'all, y'all know who it is. Like uh, everybody on Twitter that been in Twitter Spaces knows this man, Mister Certified. I appreciate you coming through, fam. Like, how you feeling today? And you know, like, what before we get before we even find out how how Certified's doing today? Like, uh, you know, it is the the Niner Fanatic Podcast. Make sure you hit that like. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure that you hit the bell so you get the notifications for when we go live. And then make sure you listen to the music. As soon as it comes on. Ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to know. Are you ready for start time? And once All again, right. it yeah, once again, it is Peter Lucas. This is the United Fanatic Podcast. I got with me today, certified, certified. What's good? Hey. How you doing? How's the family? Like, uh, and how like how you feeling about the Niners? Hey man, life is good. You know, on the right side of six feet. Yes. Family's good. <laughs> um, hey, you know, I can't can't uh complain about too much over here, man. Um, as far as my Niners, man, I'm excited. Uh, this is the, the most excited I've been in a really long time. I'm ready for training camp. I really uh, typically don't pay attention to training camp that much, but I'm pretty dialed in, man. I'm I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, me too. Like, I mean, last year I felt like this was the that was the deepest that I'd seen this team in a long, long, long time, and for whatever reason, this season I feel like it's it. They found a way to outdo themselves. I'm getting yeah. more and more excited as we get into. I know that we can't take too much from OTAs and training camp. I mean, until until we get to actual like training camp and they put on the pads. But but yeah, like I'm super super duper excited uh, like about multiple things like uh, on this team. I'm excited about Jair Brown. I'm excited about. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm excited about. Uh, uh, we were just talking off stage about Isaiah Oliver. Uh, I'm excited about uh, about Drake Jackson, and yeah. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm even starting to warm up to Colton McKivitz, and, and uh, uh, but I just can't wait to see it once the pads get on. You know, but yeah, I, I, I understand. Um, I, I'm on the fence with Colt. He held his own when Trent was out, mm. um, but listen, man, I, I feel like Cal and John. Uh, like the whole training uh, coaching staff, they have done a phenomenal job as far as like development. Um, you know, uh, McGlinchey, uh, Lincoln, uh, it, Brindle, you know, uh, they've done a phenomenal job. So I can't hop off the bandwagon just yet. So yeah, we'll see. But today, today we are talking about, uh, I want to talk about, 
you know, everybody's been talking about the QBs uh, over and over and over oh, ad nauseum, right? Every but, season. <laughs> but, yeah, every season. but specifically, Every all season. But specifically, it's just, they just, the names just changed this year. We're not talking about Garoppolo as much, even though, even though he somehow made it in, into our mentions again <laughs> in this uh, offseason. Yeah. But I want to talk about who exactly benefits from which QB that starts, depending on who starts. And I, I think that this is an interesting topic as far as, as far as like, you know, what running back, what like uh, what running back, what wide receiver, what tight end is going to benefit the most from if Purdy starts? Right. What? Uh, well, who's going to benefit for if uh, Trey starts? Like, uh, and I think that's something we're going to delve into today. And I'm going to get some of your takes, but I want to, I want to yeah. start with we we're going to start with the QBs first. Which QB do you want to see start start week one? Listen, I I'm gonna be 100 honest with you. It doesn't matter to me. Um, yeah. I I feel like Trey Lance is without a doubt the most talented quarterback that we have. Um, but I can't ignore what Brock did, you know. Yeah. So just going back to what I said before, I trust my coach. I trust his decision. Um, I'm big on uh, competition. You know, I, I say it all the time, man. Competition builds character. And if you fold, this ain't for you, man. It's just not, you yeah, know. Absolutely. So whoever's ready, um, I know uh, regardless of which way they go with it, we have a capable guy waiting. You know, and whoever it is, whether it's Brock or whether it's Trey, they're going to be pushing. So, you know, I, I, I think we're good, man. I, I'm real comfortable about the quarterback situation, you know, because I was never really a, a, a huge Jimmy fan. I respected Jimmy, you know, when he when he did good, I gave him his props. And when he did bad, I, you know, it was the complete opposite. <laughs> so, you know, I won't get into that. But, you know, yeah. you know, so. But, um. Nah, I'm not. I'm not worried at all. I'm not. I I don't know if if I'm overconfident, but I'm not worried at all. Yeah, I I look at the. I'm not worried about the QB spot necessarily. Uh, now, who I want to see start week one? If Brock is ready to go, if Brock is ready to go, which means to me that he's had a couple of weeks of being completely cleared. And he's got he's into the game plan. They're not just kind of rushing to get him into the game plan on week one. Then I'm good with Brock starting. I understand that the man had was undefeated. Yeah, <laughs> undefeated. pretty much. Pretty and much. He gave us the best quarterback play we've seen under Shanahan uh, since by a mile. Yeah, like I mean, since he was on the Falcons. So like, it's just it is what it is. Like, uh, but. I, I can't I the back of my mind I still want I still wonder what if if Trey gets a shot. Exactly. Like uh and I, I'd love to see it. I, as a fan, I just want to see it. I want to see that they they put all that draft capital into something that uh, that they were right about and not yeah. and not just they just wasted those those first round picks. Like uh but you know, everything that they did, everything that happened got us to this point to where we have two, I feel, starting level quarterbacks. And then we have at least at the very least a serviceable, a really serviceable backup as our number three. So yeah. 
I agree. That's, that's the way I look at it. But which QB do you think could make this? This is an interesting question that I came up with. I was writing my notes and I'm like, okay. which QB do you think is going to make it through an entire season if they started week one? Um, I mean, I, I have to go with Brock, you know, I mean, because he's, you know, outside of that fluke. I, I mean, because it's like I, I saw Brock get hit the exact same way mm-hmm. and nothing happened. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it wasn't even like, you know, uh, it, it, it looked like a grazing hit yeah. on his on his arm, you know, yeah. so it, it, it just, you it know, yeah, it, it, was, it was like a fluke situation. So but I, I've seen Brock move around a pocket, extend plays, get out of bounds, get down. I've seen him do it mm-hmm. now. I do know that Trey is more athletic than him um, arm talent. It's Trey. Trey's a, a a phenomenal athlete, but I haven't seen him do it. You know, and and given our situation, you know, with the veteran players that we have, George, Frank, you know, Eric, like we have a window too. Mm-hmm. You know, so and it's, it's like you know you, you draft you you you're happy that your team draft well, but at some point in time you got to pay these players. We can't pay everybody, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, while we still have these guys together on the contract, we have to try to max it. Well, you know, take advantage and um, get back to the Super Bowl, man. So it's it's like I get it. I, I understand what you're saying. We spent a lot of draft capital on Trey, but it's it's done. We yeah. spent it. We we can't get it back. So if we have to move on, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Like it's it's done. So yeah. that's the way that's the way I I kind of see it too. I just I just want to see it. I just want to see. I'm right. being selfish in the fact that I want to see what what could be in this offense with these players <laughs> and with the same game plan and not that funky. Like I don't want to see RPOs and like all of the other stuff with with uh, Trey. I want to see him get the same game plan that mm-hmm. that Brock Purdy and that Jimmy got uh just because I think that Trey has that in him and I feel like he's not a running he's not really he's not a running back like a he's, style he's a mobile yeah he's just a mobile yeah. quarterback he's just a pocket he's a pocket guy that can move around and right. like uh and I I just selfishly that's what that's what I want to see but yeah. it's but like I, I said I just want to see the 49ers win I I don't man, care who it is man, listen I, listen, I, 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 ain't, I know what this offense looks like with Brock. You know, uh, 33 points a game is 33 points a game, okay? But if if Trey could be Josh Allen-ish, yeah. whew, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I would like to see it, <laughs> you yeah. know? Because we don't need Josh Allen. Like, uh, we don't. About that stuff. We don't need it. Like we just need a couple of more throws than Jimmy Garoppolo could give us. <laughs> That's literally all right. we needed. Like uh, yeah. we needed those opportunity those those opportune throws, the clutch throws, just a couple of more throws than he could give us. And we would have been we would have won a Super Bowl if he could have right. just given us two more throws. So, so listen, man, it I, I just feel like it, like Kyle runs like thirty five plays out of one formation. Yeah. You know, so everything kind of looks the same, mm-hmm. but that that like in the uh, the Seattle game with George, 
you know, it, we ran so many uh, formations, um, it, so many different plays out of that formation. George was pretty much open the entire game, you know. And what I've noticed with Brock is if if you have a blown coverage, he's going to find it. Yes. You know, and, and it's, it's, it's layups. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I, I mean, his layups, it's not like he's th- now, you know, I, I don't want to take anything from Brock because, you know, he has to make the read, you know, he has to make the throw, you know, but it's not like he's threading the needle. You know, he, mm-hmm. he has hit some windows, but for the most part is layups and look what, look what those layups have resulted in, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, I'm excited, man. Yeah. And this is, this is the thing. Like we, we talk about, we talk, everybody talks about, you know, the differences between Dry, Trey and Brock, but that's the difference. Just what you just talked about. We need, like, if Trey's going to be that guy, he needs to have that ability to read, make that read pre-snap and trust exactly. in what he sees, have the confidence to just throw it. Cause that's what Brock's going to do. Brock, Brock trusts in his experience. He trusts what he sees he makes the read and he doesn't waffle. Right. He's gonna he and he's by well, he all has accounts, supreme he has yeah. supreme confidence. Yeah. And I love that about him. Well, it's you experience. Know, he, he's a dog. Yeah. He's been true. He's, he's true. been he's been played how many games and had how many snaps. And that's that's the thing. Like uh we talk about uh, experience, experience is everything. It's like when you uh, I don't care what company you have, when that new kid that comes in fresh out of college and gets the big promotion because they got the piece of paper, but then they fall flat on their face. And mm. then and then the guy that had 50 years experience comes in and does just as good of a job or a, a better job, like because he has the experience. And yeah. like uh they weren't expecting him to do a good job because he doesn't have the piece of paper. <laughs> but he does a good job anyway because he has the experience. And experience is everything, I feel. It really is, man. Yeah. Across the board, it really is. But so let's start with the running backs. Like uh, mm. which which QB benefits the running back stats the most by playing? So like who do you who do you are they going to be better with Brock, better with Trey? Like uh who who is the running backs going to benefit going to benefit from? What, honestly, man, when you have uh Christian McCaffrey, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Like Christian McCaffrey makes life so much easier for any quarterback. He does so much. He might be the most versatile player in the NFL. You know, yeah. like he like look what he did with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy look listen, I, I tell people all the time, Jimmy Garoppolo has gotten a new weapon since 2019, every single year. Yeah. Okay. This is the best that we've seen him. And he was pretty much the same quarterback he was in 2019. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I mean, Jimmy went undefeated after the bye break, too, after the um, bye week, too. You know, like, Christian, man, I, I really don't think it matters. I really don't. Yeah. You know? I look at I look at it, and in my opinion, it would, it's obvious to me that Bra- that he would benefit from CMC would benefit from from Brock starting just because 
Trey, I mean, from what we've seen of Trey, he looks, he tries to look more downfield. We haven't seen him really hit the underneath stuff consistently. Yeah, he struggled. He struggled. Like, uh, so that's what really what we're looking for from Trey is to be able to hit the check down and hit those underneath routes, like, uh, and not just throw it through the guy's chest. So, so like, uh, yeah, I, I just feel like they would have at least they would have more. The running backs all probably would have more receiving yards if if it was if it was Brock. But at the same time, they would probably have more rushing yards with Trey mm-hmm. Lance because they're going to probably run the ball way more. Because I don't know that that Kyle trusts Trey to throw the ball as much as he does Purdy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I honestly, man, I, I know this is like off subject, but I feel like I feel like Debo is the one that is going to be affected the most depending on the quarterback Mm. because uh brock had a really good uh chemistry with uh kittle cmc and brandon like debo was kind of like the odd man out but i do remember um even going back to the tenant i mean the texans game two seasons ago and then last season with uh in chicago like uh debo was uh kind of his well we haven't even seen him with kittle yet he's never played with kittle um <laughs> so uh yeah but but I, I feel like uh uh trey has targeted debo more out of all yeah. of our weapons yeah yeah he he's try. i feel like he's try. he's almost tried to force feed debo the ball and i and i think it came down to that he the the point where it was to the point with Trey where, I mean, there's really not much to go on, honestly. Like, in one of the games yeah. was a monsoon. But when they played the Tech, I, I can go off of the, when they played the Texans, the he was looking for Debo. Yeah. He was looking for Debo. He was looking for Kittle. But it's always in that middle to the field or deeper than the middle of the field. He oh, doesn't. he did play with Kittle. That, I forgot yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. Okay. Yeah, he right. had, Kittle had that great catch. Yeah, that one-handed like, catch. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was sick. Like. Uh, yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, he uh, did like, play with Kittle. He just and to to his correct. I mean, it really wasn't his fault, but because at the time Kyle doesn't didn't throw to his running backs at all that that season. So like, I we didn't get really get a chance to see. I, I think that's why that's why I'm so I really want to see Trey so bad is because I want to see him get a chance. With CMC, I want to see the gains that he's made in putting touch on his ball and and like getting the ball underneath, because yeah. I think that's what the part that was missing to his game, and uh, them them like you know getting some screens in because he can get the ball out there so quick right. that it's not the same as Purdy's got to it's going to take him an extra second to get out there. So, uh, but but yeah, I. I I really think that uh, that that uh, Brock that Brock they would they were they would everybody's going to to be better with the running backs are going to be better with uh, with Brock throwing the ball right now until I see Trey right. hit it with consistency. Yeah. But, uh, well, we're gonna see soon enough, yeah, man. Because yeah. training camp, what what do we got? Three more weeks. I feel well, oh, man. Yeah, Four like, weeks, three weeks, something like, like three that. and a half, yeah, something like that. Like, yeah, uh, man. Yeah, I, I just can't wait for them to get the pads on because, because you know, there's a lot of talk. Like, and you, we on, uh, you know, Twitter, 
<laughs> like uh, Twitter, they, they, everybody's a superstar already in OTAs Man. for I know. every team. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I get so tired of talking about uh, OTAs, man. I'm just like, it's they're basically just working out. Yeah. Like that, that's the, the most. Yeah. The most of it is them just exercising and working out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you i mean a lot of these guys like uh, i saw somebody talk about the commanders uh some about the commanders today about Forbes their their rookie looking like a cube uh cornerback one Ooh. and i was like okay well i mean he was like what 165 pounds wait till the pads go on and somebody just runs runs him over right like that's it's not going to be the same when the pads come on and it yeah. might be it might be who knows but but still, I, I just I hate it when they just put it out there like in OTAs. Everybody looks looks great in OTAs because I mean they don't they're not doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I mean I get it, man. Like we're, we're starving for information. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's football is king, man. Like Dog, you know, all year round. Yeah, like, uh, they, that's I, what I it is now. The, I feel bad for the NBA, like uh, because now man. they just got they just got Christmas just taken from them. <laughs> man. The, the the NFL just came and set up shop on a block. Yeah, and and it, and there's nothing that they can do about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, what you gonna nothing. do? Put put a game on uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, it's it, it it's looking it's not looking great for them. But so let's move on to wide receivers. Wide mm. receivers. We talked about Debo a little bit and Brandon, but which QB like you know benefits them the most like uh, you were talking about um brock's rapport with brandon mm-hmm. and do you think that 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 is that brock is the be- is the best for for them also yes i do um the way that i look at it i feel like uh brandon is a more traditional wide receiver you know, he he's a route technician, man. I, I love Brandon. I, I've always been a big IU fan. Um, I, I feel like he will benefit the most with Brock. Like uh, Debo is just um, just finding his mismatch. So mm-hmm. so you can you can get him the ball at any point in time. But from what I've seen so far, I feel like Brandon would benefit the most if Brock was under center. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and, I think, and Kittle, of course, you know. Yeah, Brandon. But, Brandon is a complete. I mean, I think he's just the best wide, pure wide receiver that they have that we've had in a long time. In a long time. In a long time. And you but know. I think Debo could get there because his rookie season, he was more of a traditional. He was pretty good as he. Yeah. And I felt like he progressed as the season went along, and then and then the wide back stuff came in, and I feel like he lost his focus on the wide yeah. receiver part. And uh, I think that it was good to hear him say that he wasn't satisfied with right. uh, with what happened last year and that he's going to work harder. I'm hoping that means he's going to work harder on running crisp routes <laughs> and stop being lazy on his, uh, on his cuts and like, uh, and all that, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I mean, what do you think about, about him, about about like what the possibilities are of him as a wide receiver purely um i i think that debo uh his ceiling is pretty high mm-hmm. um we unfortunately we haven't really been 
in the position to use him traditionally. You know, uh, uh, Jimmy was in and out of the lineup 2020. Uh, We were pretty banged up 2020. And then 2021, same thing. Brock and Jimmy was banged up. Elijah was banged up. You know, um, we, Kyle did a phenomenal job by holding that together and finding ways to use Debo. Unfortunately, Brandon was the odd man out. But um, mm-hmm. I, I just, listen, man, I, I, I was really critical of Debo last season. Um, that whole fiasco during the offseason just left a sour taste in my mouth. And, and then to come into camp overweight. I felt yeah. like was a was a slap in the face. Like at, you did all of that, and you came into camp fat. Yeah, come on, bro, come on. And man. then he didn't go to OTA, and I get it that it's voluntary, but yeah. then he didn't go into into. I know it's voluntary, but the, he didn't go into the beginning of OTAs and didn't show up for that. I just thought that that was not a good look in my right. in my personal opinion. Like you're supposed to be a leader on the squad. Exactly. Like Warner was there. He didn't need to be there. Yeah. Uh, CMC was there. Right. Like none none of those guys need to be there. And granted, Bosa wasn't there, but I don't consider Bosa a leader. But we know Bosa. Like the sun will come up tomorrow. Yeah. Bosa is going to come into training camp like a machine. Yes. Okay. Like I, I have, I have no questions about that. So if Bosa misses OTAs or whatever i'm yeah, fine you just stay that. healthy yeah exactly but, <laughs> like, but you know I, I will take my hat off to him he took accountability mm-hmm. i believe in him I, I know what he's capable of doing and um you know he has an ego man you know yeah. he's 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 heard the, the chipper he's heard it mm-hmm. you know he, i'm pretty sure he's seen people leave him off of the top 10 which is insane yeah Leaving Debo Samuels off of your top ten in the NFL is crazy. But they also so, see Brent. He also sees Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. Uh, everybody giving him, calling him wide receiver one too. Yeah. So I mean, listen, man. If we have a uh, Jamar Chase Higgins situation, mm-hmm. um, I think I can live with that. Yeah. I promise you, I can live with that. I mean, they're yeah, they're diff- completely different wide style of wide receivers. Right. In Kyle's offense, they I I would almost take Debo and and Ayuk over though Jamar Chase and considering mm-hmm. the type of quarterback that quarterbacks that we have and the kind of, and the, right. the system that we run. So yeah, but but yeah, I feel you. Like Debo to me, Debo his to versatility. Me, is I just, just won him. Yeah. Well, you can't you can't tackle him with one with one person. Right. So and that's. If he gets into that second level, it there's always a chance that he's going to take it to the house. Listen, if you miss and that, that is, tackle, mm, it's probably going to be six. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you miss that initial tackle, it's probably going to be six bare minimum red zone. Yeah. But that's why I want to see him use more in that like he was his rookie year and mm-hmm. And then uh, I want to say like 2021, like uh, when they had him running those those like mid uh, those mid in routes all the time. Like uh, I just want him to run those because if he can just get into that secondary, and he's gonna make one person miss, and right. one person can't tackle him. And uh, you right. saw when Trey was throwing to him in that one game, the uh, he threw him the that deep in, and like he caught it, dude fell off of his leg. 
And like, I, I, as soon as he caught it, I said, oh, that's a touchdown. I told my <laughs> wife, oh, that's a touchdown because like there's, there's nobody back there that can tackle it. Right. And and so, then not yeah. only that, like we are a phenomenal downfield blocking team. So if, if Debo can shed that first block with George and Brandon blocking downfield, uh, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But I also think that there is something to think of with Trey, where Trey is concerned with these wide receivers, because that mid to to deep area, I don't even think about Danny Gray right now. Like, uh, I haven't heard anything good <laughs> about Danny Gray. Like, uh, he's kind of on my, like, kind of falling off my radar. Uh, and But I think that uh, Jennings, Jennings and... Ray Ray, oh. I think Ray Ray may have a good have may have a big season this season too. So they're I love, deep. I love Juan. I love yeah. Juan, man. I, I love his grit. I love his maturity. I forgot what game that was. Um guy kept uh doing stuff after the whistle and he yeah. kept his composure. Oh, that one block. I, I, I forgot what game that was, but I, I respect that from especially from uh, a, a young player like that. Yeah. It was, I think it was a cat. Wasn't it the Cowboy game? Like, uh, where they, uh, like, uh, he came in. I think it was Tra- Travon. Was it Travon Diggs that he, that he had that one block on? Like, uh, and then he was jumping up and down after two years. Yeah. 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 That, yeah, that but, was one of them. Yeah. But I mean, I he's we, done it. He's done it a few times. So. I know. I hope we can keep one, man. I know we're going to get a, uh, a, a, uh, a tender on him. Uh, um, I, I forgot what they call it. Um, yeah, it was a tent. Like they, they call it. They, uh, they, they gave him a. I can't remember what uh, round tender they gave him this this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, but, uh, but yeah, he's. This is the thing about what Jawan Jennings. It's not about what he's going to give you from from a route running standpoint. It's not about what he's going to give you from how many catches he's going to get and how many yards after the catch. It's really about his. He's just out there to to mess some stuff up, right? And to really kind of get hands on the on the defense, the defensive backs, like uh, so that they're not like they take a couple of steps back because they don't want him touching them, right? Because <laughs> he's right. because yeah, he gets physical with guys, and then they get a little bit more tentative when uh, when he comes out on the field. And like, yeah, uh, well, he plays yeah. through the whistle, and mm-hmm. that's what he's supposed to do. That, but it, it tires out those defensive backs. You can't, you can't tell me that they don't get tired. Like from constantly, even when he's not getting the ball, that him always putting his hands on you and getting physical with you. That's yeah. that's the that's the part of football yeah. that we don't talk about. Like that we don't talk about. We talk about the catches and all that stuff. I like watching stuff like that. Like where a dude is just getting. That's why the the 49ers system I just love it so much is cuz their whole system is they should just call it physical cuz they yeah. they just want to get their hands on you and just wear you down. Physical with the F. Yes. Like Singletary used to say. For real. Oh, <laughs> yeah. CL in the building. Appreciate you coming through fam. Uh appreciate Damian and uh and Roberto coming through too. Uh and then TL said uh Jenny what's up, bro? Well, uh, big seasons in the contract year. Yeah, man. Like, I think Ray Ray, I think Ray Ray, there was always possibility. Like, he's just, it's hard in this offense for him to to get enough touches. Yeah. 
Like, uh, but Jennings, I don't, I don't see him coming back. I will say that. Like, uh, I think that they they drafted Ronnie Bell to to kind of take over for him. And uh, like, I would love to have him back, but I think he's gonna he's gonna price himself out. <sighs> we'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm trying to keep faith, man. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Jen, hey, Ronnie Bell has looked good. Uh, like so far, they said he's physical. Same thing. Physical likes to the block. I mean, he's a hardball guy, so. Okay. Uh, but uh, they so let's talk about tight ends a little bit. Do it. Do any of the rookie tight ends are they showing? Like, uh, do they show anything this season? Um, I haven't heard much about um, Braden Willis, but uh, Cameron, um, I've seen a few clips, uh, you know, but like you said, it's, it's OTAs. Mm-hmm. Um, I like both of them, man. Uh, like uh, Cameron is is a lot bigger than what he looks because I, mm-hmm. I saw him standing beside uh, Kittle and yeah. he, he looked bigger than Kittle. You know, he's a he's a phenomenal athlete. He comes from a great program. Um, I, I, my only concern is blocking. Like if you can't block, you're not going to be in the field in Shanahan system. And and as far as, uh, Braden Willis, man, I looked at some of his film, man, I saw him line up in slot. I saw him line up at fullback, tight end, um, hand in the dirt, uh, upright. Like he, I just don't see how he doesn't make the team. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I think he makes it. Yeah, I think so, he makes um, it. Yeah, I, I think both of them make it. Swelly, uh, man, I'm just like, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? Like, I, I, I've seen the flashes, but I've also seen him get pancaked. I've also, he like, he, he, can't he can't block a phone call, man. Yeah. You know, so uh, I, I'm excited. Like, like we said, you know, off camera, I love what they did. In, yeah. in in round three and four. I love I love what they did. So I'm excited about both of them, young men. Yeah, no, for real. Like uh I think Cameron looked too I was not high on the pick. I will say that. I was not high on the pick. I felt like there was still I'm still thinking about the all the tackles that were out there mm-hmm. <laughs> at that time when uh when they but I mean it just showed that they had that much confidence in McKivitz, but still, I, I at the time I was like, I thought they could have at least got some tackle depth right there. I but was Cameron the Lott too, thing. they said they said that he's been he had, he's actually looked pretty decent. They said he he had a pretty good he's looked actually like faster than what what he ran at the combine. Uh, they said he he's the fast. They said he's actually ran the fastest of the tight ends that they have on the roster. Except for Kittle, of course. Yeah. Like, uh, but, but yeah, they said Latu, uh, Latu has looked pretty decent. And Will's same thing. Like I said, I think they drafted him because of his versatility. Uh, I don't think that, uh, I think that they, just in case we can't, we can't trust that Usechek is never going to get hurt again. Right. <laughs> like, so I'm glad you gives, brought that up. Like, uh, so, I mean, it, it eventually it's going to happen and they needed a couple of people. They got Poe out there and you got, and now you got Willis. Those are guys that they could slide in there and they could do multiple things. So it's, uh, I think that that might take some of the snaps away from 
from use check just to keep him healthier. Right. Because he's in there on almost every, on every game. Yeah. And I was also thinking, you know, uh, use check is starting to get a little longer than two. He's not cheap. Um, I, I, I actually, you know, the way that my brain worked, I was thinking maybe if Willis pans out, he might, you know, replace juice. Um, maybe after this season. Mm, yeah. Yeah, there was a couple of fullbacks out there, but they also got a guy, uh, the undrafted guy that they got in. I uh, saw that today. Uh, the Aunt Coletto. And they mm-hmm. said that uh, that he's actually looked really good, and the team likes him too. I know they're going to stash him away on the right. practice squad. I don't think they're going to worry about anybody trying to come and get him just because there's not many teams that are even using a fullback. Like uh, so, uh, But he was, uh, he was a quarterback. So that was a whole that whole gives a whole new dynamic to him, uh, just just in case you know we have to go into that fourth fourth fifth quarterback bag. But. Yeah, I actually just found out about him. I think it was either Saturday or Sunday. Uh, Wally um, had brought uh, some of his film to my attention. I, I had no idea that he played quarterback. Yeah. I did not know that. The only reason why I I, I had heard of him was because, uh, well, I'm a draft junkie, but the yeah. But uh, after, of course, after the draft, the 49ers always find ways to pick somebody we've never heard of or take people that we've never heard of. So, like, of course, I had to go deep dive. And I was like, I mean, I just don't know how. I, I honestly, I don't know how they find half of the guys that they find. Like, because they're they're nowhere to be found. Like, nobody was really looking at Burford. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or Womack. Uh, yeah, or like yeah. a couple of a couple of their dudes, like uh, so. Yeah, it, it's just so, it's speaking of that, man. I, I've loved what they've been doing over the last two, three seasons. Kind of like uh, red shirting, yeah, offensive lineman. So, um, I want to see Brund. I mean, uh, Poe push Brundle for mm-hmm. that center. You know, uh, competition, man. I'm always yeah. up for competition. From what I've heard about about Poe at the center spot. I've heard that he's not great on the snap. Yeah. Like uh so they the that that's why he hasn't gotten that many looks at center. I think that he's going to be stuck as that uh I the way I envisioned him originally was like almost like uh Delaney Walker. Okay. Like uh, kind of that shorter H back tight end mm-hmm. style guy cuz he's he's Poe is athletic. He's got that he really catching, catching balls like, and he's got the speed. He can get out there. He's actually really good as a guard. Like yeah. he's been solid as a guard. Uh, I just think he's too short to be a guard. He's like six like, feet, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Okay. If, yeah, but you know he listed at six, six feet. You know how right. that goes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited about Paul, man. I, I saw yeah. that that film too. I I was just amazed that a man that size could run those type of routes. You know, man, uh, as fluid, you know, as he did. You know, I was just like, that's 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 a pretty good athlete right there. Yeah, so. for real. Yeah, it's they've just got there's so much talent. And they're gonna try and sneak some guys on the on the practice squad, but they gonna mm-hmm. if they don't trade some people this this off season, they gonna lose them. Because, like I said, like we talked about earlier, every team in this league is trying to get a little piece of this forty nine er this forty nine er culture in their building, and it's it it's just 
it's just writing on the wall. We just got too many talented guys. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple. Uh, like, uh, so, and they always play well at other, at other play and they go other places. Cause you know, sometimes the coach makes you look good, like by the scheme or whatever, but most of our guys go to, to other teams and they still looking good. Yeah. So I know I think it's just a testament to the type of players that the 49ers pick. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but the, but you mentioned Dwelly earlier. Do you think Dwelly's done? I think it's time to move on. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I, I just feel like we, we, he's been given the opportunity. I mean, George misses games, he mm-hmm. does, you know, and he just, for me, you know, for me with with Dwelly, it's an effort thing, and and that kills me. I, I, I if you, I can eat, you failing. <laughs> Everybody fails. Yeah, you know, the effort if. I, I piss poor effort burns me up because it, it costs you nothing to be great. Mm-hmm. It costs you nothing to try. And I don't, I feel like when, when it's time for him to put his big boy pants on, yeah, I, yeah. I'll pass. But, yeah. but when it's time, but when it's time to do highlights, he shows up, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just not how that works. Mm-hmm. And and it's like I don't think that he has it in him. So yeah. you know, bring some boys in here that's willing to work, um, put their nose in there, you know, and get it done. Yeah. You know, so um, you know, and I like Dwelly, but it's it's time. Yeah, my thing about Dwelly is this: he's out of place. He looks out of place to me on this team, and it's been that way for years now. To me, he because. Everybody on this on this 49er squad is physical. They like to get up right. in it. They like to be get their hands on people. Uh, they're jumping around and getting excited. That is like not Dwelly. That is the exact opposite of Dwelly. Dwelly is just out there. He runs his route and he runs to the sideline. Like that is yeah. that is all Dwelly does. And he doesn't he doesn't block well. He's not a physical type of guy. And I just I, I get it. It baffles me the reason why the 49ers have not tried. I know I know that they tried like once or twice to bring in some some other guys, but it baffles me that they waited this long, right, to get a guy that could supplant Dwelly. I mean, I, I get it. The talent is there. He's yeah. talented. He he runs phenomenal routes. If you put a safety on Dwelly, he's going to eat him up. His hands are nice, but in the run game, he just he gets washed, mm-hmm. and it's it's and it's not even close. Like he gets washed. So you know, like I said before, in this system, if you can't block, you're yeah. not going to see the field. Yeah, no block, no rock. Yeah, pretty much. It is what it is. And then he just always seems to be. Sometimes he'll get he gets open. He just gets missed a lot by quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't know why that, that is. That too. That too. But that too. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think this is the time that uh maybe they can trade him and get like a six rounder or something like that for him. Uh I'm hoping that they get compensation for a lot of the guys that they lose this mm-hmm. year. Uh they've found ways to get compensation for guys in the past that really they shouldn't have gotten compensation for. So I'm interested to see if that's the case this year with some of these with some of these guys. Yeah. Um but I, let's move on to the O line. So, if there is even a way 
O-line, is there a QB that we have that you think that the O-line prefers to block for? And who would you, if you were the O-line, who would you prefer to block for out of Purdy and, and Lance and Darnold? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I hate to say this, but if I, if I was an O-lineman, um, just off the fact that I have film, so, you know, I can kind of gauge or pick up tendencies, I will probably have to say Brock. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, he, he has tendencies, you know, um, he, he does that rollout thing that uh, Russell Wilson used to kill us with, mm-hmm. you know, um, he, he doesn't really try to run, but he will run. Um, I, I just don't know what Trey is going to do. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't. I, I don't know what he's going to do, you know, yeah. and, and it's like, uh, but on one hand, I, I want to lean on Trey athleticism um, because, you know, we got question marks on the right side. Um, we, we don't know if Brenda was going to stay the same or get better because he didn't do that well versus the run either. He got pushed around a little bit. He was pretty good, which is weird, man. Like, I, I just don't understand how he excelled in the past, yeah. but not so much in the run. When, but when that's, it, a lot the, of all, that's a lot of O-line guys. Like, they just – in this era of the NFL, they just there's not a lot of good offensive linemen out there. There just isn't, and they're either good at run blocking or they're good at pass blocking, but they're rarely good at both. Trent Williams yeah. is a complete outlier. Oh, Trent, man, uh, we got to get it going. I don't know how much more time we have, you know, <laughs> that's another one, man. Like, like we got to get it going, man. Like we, we got to get back to the bowl, you yeah. know, cause I, I do not want to see what life is like after Trent Williams. Oh man. Yeah. Don't be trying to, uh, to slide McKivitz over to the left. Like, uh, <laughs> full time. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, nah. he, he, he did pretty good when Trent was out, was um, early game. in the season, you know? <laughs> so, uh, what, so who who was that left tackle when because he got hurt in in um in Denver, yeah. So it wasn't McKivitz. Uh, it was. It, I think Jalen Moore slid in there. I for, I keep forgetting about Moore. I keep forgetting about. He's him. easily forgettable, but yeah. like, uh, he's another guy that's like on the precipice of just. I think if they would have drafted any one of those tackles in the mm-hmm. third round, like uh, I think that Jalen Moore probably would have played his last snap. For the 49ers, yeah. like uh, in my opinion, but but you know they felt some kind of way. That, you know Kyle likes to keep his guys as long <laughs> longer yeah. that they, they stay there welcome. Some guys just stay there welcome longer than they should under Kyle. I don't, I don't know why that is, but but uh, but yeah, you know some coaches just like they guys. You know, so um, hopefully we can get better with that. Yeah. I, as far as the O-line goes for me, I think that I would say Brock. I would pick Brock uh, for the O-line to be just because from a timing aspect. And uh, he, they know that they have to be, they have to hold out for this long because Brock's going to get the ball out on, like for the most part on time. He might be a tick late, yeah. but, uh, but people, people talk about the offensive line all the time. Like it was the offensive line's fault. That he got that Brock got hurt. That was a third. That was Croft's fault. That was a tight end's fault. Yeah. 
And yeah, he did a piss poor job on that. Um, yeah. he, he barely touched Reddick. Um, I mean, that was pretty what, bad. Why would why we would ask him to block Hassan Reddick? I mean, it's debatable, but I think that I'm a big. I look at the Kyle's offense and I feel like it's a lot of risk reward. Mm-hmm. He puts guys in jeopardy on purpose. I feel like a lot, like they've got to get the ball out on time. Otherwise they're going to get creamed. Yeah. And like uh, that's, and I think that's why we've only gone through one season with uh, having a, a one quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> like we've only got 2019 was the only season that ever happened. Uh, otherwise, yeah, you know yeah. that we're going to go through at least two quarterbacks. Yeah. And, like, uh, I just look at the way Kyle runs his offense. And, yes, it's it's genius and all that. He gets guys wide open. I get it. At the at the same time, though, and I love Kyle to death, but at the same time, he it is a lot of risk and reward because he, he leaves guys with clear pathways to the quarterback yeah. sometimes. And, uh, yeah, they got if they don't get the ball out on time, it's it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> so so my thing with that is it was play action. Uh, Reddick didn't bite on the yeah. play action at all. You know, <laughs> yeah. like he he treated. I, I don't know if he didn't see the play action uh, or what, but it was. Uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that the way that the they schemed up the play, uh, Brock had like one more second, and yeah. who was it, Brandon? Yeah, had, had beat his man. Wide yeah. open. He's wide open. You know, so I mean that. Oh my god. He was he yeah. was just a tick late. He was just a tick yeah. late. And if he hits Brandon on that, it probably would have been a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but. Would have, should have, could have. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, but I want like most of this this pod has been about offense. I do because you mentioned Steve Wilkes. We talked about Steve Wilkes off air, yeah. and so I want to bring I want to bring him up because I love defense. <laughs> like that's Me my too. thing, and uh, I I get a vibe. I get a vibe right now about this secondary. I get a vibe about this secondary right now. Me too. I've been hearing a lot of good things about about uh, uh, Jair Brown, our CB two. Well, Jair mm-hmm. Brown. Too, but uh, I'm talking about oh, Lenore, Lenore. Yeah, like I've been hearing a lot of good things about Lenore. I've been hearing a lot of things about the the rookie that they got out of the undrafted rookie they got out of Texas, Deshaun uh, Jameson. Okay, he's little, so I think it it might it, he might wash out once we get we put the pads on. But but I think Darrell Darrell Luter, their their mm-hmm. rookie guy that they he's a physical guy, and I think that the pads might actually help him. You're right. Like uh, once he's able to be a little bit more physical, but now you've got you got Ward on one side. If if Lenore is gonna is gonna have the confidence to to be that physical and to get and St- Wilkes is giving him that confidence, and then plus you've got Isaiah Oliver mm-hmm. in the slot. Mm-hmm. Plus you've got Darrell Luter kind of backing him up. They said Ambry Thomas is looking good. Looking good. Uh, like now, granted, it's OTAs. I'm interested right. to see what happens when the when it starts getting physical with Ambry. But yeah. I think that Wilk, what is Wilk's wheelhouse? It's the secondary. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, I'm wondering how good he's going to be for this secondary. And it, every season, it seems like 
the the coaching staff for this 49er team just gets even though they lose guys it just somehow they elevate and elevate mm-hmm. and elevate and i think this might be a chance for this secondary to elevate and become another aspect of this team that isn't looked at as a quote unquote weakness anymore but how do you feel about the the secondary and Steve Wilkes i love the hire i yeah. love the hire um just like i was saying before off camera I, I respect Fangio, but I didn't want to switch to a three-four. You know, I, I I just didn't think uh, Fred would work pan out well in the three-four. But uh, as far as our front seven, man, we got some dogs. We got some veteran guys. We pretty much should be on autopilot as far mm-hmm. as our front seven. Our Achilles heel has been the secondary. Um, I, I feel like uh, Steve Wilkes, um, just looking at his resume, everywhere that he's gone, he's been a second secondary coach. Um, even uh, going back to Carolina when, when they went to the Super Bowl, he was the assistant head coach, and he worked with the defense. He wasn't a coordinator, but yeah. uh, he, he was the assistant head coach, and he worked with the defense coordinator, but he was also the D, uh, the DB coach uh, mm-hmm. in, in Arizona, uh, he worked with the DBs even when he went uh, back to Carolina last year. You know, yeah. he was DB coach too, as well as defensive coordinator. So um, he he played DB in college and semi-pro. Um, just listening to how the guys talk about him, how he explains things, how he breaks down things. Um, they seem to be real receptive to how he coaches. Um, mm-hmm. he's an old school guy, you know, he demands respect. Um, he, he, he's one of those guys, I, I, who Lenore was talking about how, uh, when he blew a coverage on a play, he didn't dog him out. Yeah. He, he put his arm around him and, and broke down what he did wrong, what he should have been looking like. And he was like, you know, it, it, the way that he builds up his guys mm-hmm. and the way that he teaches them. I think, and and just just looking back at his track record, I think we're going to blitz more, especially yes. coming from the slot and the safety. Um, Huff, you know, coming down, <laughs> and 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 Oliver, uh, I, I love Isaiah Oliver, man. Uh, mm-hmm. He he's physical. Um, he does not miss tackles. He very rarely is very rarely is out of position. Um, he he's aggressive. He attacks the ball. I'm excited, man. I can't wait to see what what Steve Wilk does. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I'm I, like I I kind of get goosebumps, man, because yeah, man. I I think we're gonna I think we're gonna be a more. Uh, don't get me wrong. I I love Salah. D'Amico was my guy. Yeah, yeah. But but I felt like we could have attacked more. Yeah. I felt like they laid the groundwork. Right. Salah laid the groundwork for what for what they are today because he put into place the you know he got he brought in Chris Kasurik. Mm-hmm. They got that Ooh, Kasurik, man. They got they they that they put everything on the D line, like solidified that D line and the linebacker spots, that front seven. And then so this whole team has been about that front seven. Since right. him and it continued with D'Amico, the D'Amico's last year, I felt like it. He was finally kind of improving upon mm-hmm. upon what they were doing and putting them in different positions to to the point to where they were completely confusing veteran quarterbacks 
mm-hmm. like not being afraid to throw to certain spots of the field, mm-hmm. like uh, and just messing up their timing altogether. I felt like the Miko last season was the best. It his stats didn't show it, but mm-hmm. Fred played outstanding out of, out of his mind last year. He was everywhere. And he was everywhere. Him and um and Greenlaw. Greenlaw. Him and Greenlaw were were like bad rashes, man. Like yeah. they just popped up everywhere all yeah. the time. Like what we did to the Dolphins. Yeah. Come on, man. D'Amico, man. Like he 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 took and and I hope that Fred and Greenlaw can build on that. Mm-hmm. I, I have faith that they they will, but our line, those two dudes, man, like they were awesome last year. Yeah, like and then, but now the reason why, like, so they laid the groundwork. I mean, I felt like Sala laid laid the bedrock. Right. D'Amico came in and improved upon it and got and almost built because uh, they started calling their defense like the swarm defense. And all that kind of stuff. And, like, you could see, I mean, all the turnovers. Mm-hmm. They, they got more interceptions last year than the past, like, what, four or five years combined uh, yeah. last year. All that and, pressure, man. And then now you've got Steve Wilkes coming in where the missing part was we just never had somebody really dedicated to that secondary. Right. And even though they had the number one defense, it was mainly because of that front seven. Right. Oh, I messed up again. Okay, oh, there cool. we go. <laughs> but yeah, we gave up a lot of big plays in the secondary. Yeah, we had in the past. Like, I mean, even last year, even last year, because teams couldn't run the ball, so they had no right. choice but to throw. Like, uh, and so we were going to give up yards, but they didn't give up touchdowns, and that was the key. I think this year, I don't think they give up as many yards, and it's it could. I mean, it's a scary thought. It's a scary thought to have. To already have the number one defense, but then the one part where anybody would consider somewhat of a weakness for all of a sudden it to become mm-hmm. just as good as the front seven. That's that's a scary thought to me. And to have the depth on top of it. Exactly. That when, you bring, when you bring it, somebody goes down and somebody else steps in, it, there is no drop off. <laughs> See, I, I, I love that you brought that up. I love what they've been doing in the secondary. Like, them boys want to get on the field. They want to get on the field, and they've been pushing each other. And I, I just want to see the results of it, man. I listen. I don't want to jinx it, but I, uh, but I, I just have this feeling that this defense is going to be like uh, John Lynch, Warren Sapp, Tampa Bay, good. You know, uh, uh, Peter Bowler, uh Ray Lewis, good. I, I have a feeling that this defense is gonna is going to be mentioned with all-time great. I, I just got a really good feeling about this season, about our front seven, the secondary, just what I've read about Steve Wilt's mentality. Um I'm excited, man. I, I think we I think I think we can put it together this year. Yeah. People you know? are underestimating Javon Hargrave's addition. I feel like uh that is I don't think people understand, don't remember 2019 when uh when who was the guy that's name that we traded uh, uh Buckner yeah Buckner when we tra- like uh, when we had Buckner pushing the pocket pushing the middle, the middle. Mm-hmm. and like just having that pen- constant penetration 
in to in the middle of the that line, what that did for Bosa, what that did for Eric Armstead, what it did for everybody around. Like uh, I don't think people, I think people are underestimating that part. But man, if Hargraves would have went to any, if Hargraves would have went to Seattle, they'd be talking about that twenty four seven. You know, had Hargraves had gone to Dallas, they would have been talking about that 24-7. But because it's the 49ers, oh, well, you know, he's they not that good in the run. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, we're the best run defense in the league. Oh, you know, man. yeah, like uh, Eric missed, what, 12 games? Ken Law missed 13 games? And yeah. we still uh, were the number one rush defense in the league? I think we'll be fine. Yeah. It's crazy because – and then they're deep behind him. I wonder how much this the the uh what the what's the rotation is even gonna get snaps because Bosa's gonna be on the field a majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh Eric Armstead's gonna get a lot of snaps. Yeah. Javon Hargrave's gonna get a lot of snaps. Yeah. Like yeah. so but they've got Clint, they've got Farrell, they've got Barrett, they've got all these guys. Uh, Kinlaw, they've got Kalia Davis, they've got Ooh, all these Kalia guys. Davis. They've got all these guys, and like, uh, I mean, how do they find? How are they going to find snaps for all? He didn't even say Drake Jackson. Yeah, no, I'm not even mentioning Drake. He's right. You know, I mean, Drake's Drake's going to get his time too. Yeah, but if Drake ends up being being a guy, then how do you? Does it even be a rotation? Does it even eight sacks? But is it even a rotation at that point? Like, uh, I mean, I guess you put somebody in there just to give a guy a breather. Right, but, uh, but it's no longer the ro- the same rotation as we're mm-hmm. used to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So and I, I'm ex- I I think Eric is going to get moved around a lot, yeah. and and I want to see that too. You know, he he looked a little, he looked a lot, he looked pretty good, man. Um, I I, I saw him uh, do an interview uh, at OTAs, and I was like, oh, he you know kind of slimmed up a little bit. You know, he was down to two ninety the last time I checked, but. I think that what I saw in the video, I think he's looking like 285, like 280. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, what? Eric is as strong as the ox, man. So yeah. I, I, I don't think him uh, sh- shredding the little fat is going to hurt his uh, his strength. Um, yeah. He he doesn't get pushed around. So yeah. you know, um, yeah, man, I'm ready to rock and roll, bro. No, yeah, me too. But- <laughs> But bro, I appreciate you coming on. We got to get out of here. But, okay, thanks uh, for having yeah. me, man. I appreciate that, it. That great, had a great time talking uh, 49 football. We're gonna have to have you again hey, as long as long anytime, as you got the man. time. And uh, but once again, make sure that you give this video a like, make sure that you give it a subscribe, make sure that you hit the bell so you get the notifications for when we go live. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend so we can be friends every <laughs> day and every week. Like, uh, but once again. My man certified, uh, Pete Lucas, Niner Fanatic Podcast, until, until tomorrow.